0: because of nothing you hear me they please just like we do yes sir. they sweat just like we do do you hear me they went through two days we went through two days in 110 degree heat yes sir. i want you to hit everything to move if the rest gets in your way you hear them okay then let's play but they're cheating us too they gives us too this is our team this is us let's go right now let's get it off now let's go show talk 103.9 news, money, sports. I am the host, you are the co-host, you can text in 806-855-3712. Lots of texts already to get to on the show, we will clean up those from the last hour and then get to the new ones as time proceeds. If you want to text in today, that number again, 806-855-3712. I would love for you to give me your bandwagons. We did it on the last show. We'll do it again on this one. I've got some more bandwagons I saved just for you. We also got into a few of them in that last hour that I will rediscuss because this is uh, its uh my show. I can do whatever I want. So we're going to talk about OBJ some more. We're going to talk about what the Dallas Cowboys need to do and the Kansas City Chiefs to get that matchup in the Super Bowl because obviously the Chiefs are in a matchup. Much better situation to be in the Super Bowl. Why? They've played in four straight AFC championships. They've won two AFC championships. They've been in two Super Bowls and have won a Super Bowl. With a lot of this roster. Not all of it, but a lot of it. They've rebuilt the offensive line. They've rebuilt the secondary. Isaiah uh, Isaiah Pacheco looks like a really good running back coming on late this season. They just signed Melvin Gordon. They're still making moves. They've got a guy named Patrick Mahomes who now has a father named Patrick LaVon Mahomes, uh, uh, the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Levon Mahomes II. And now there's Patrick Levon Mahomes third, who was born, I guess, Monday night. The Chiefs, even though they lost to the Bills early this year, are the cream of the crop in the AFC. That's fairly clear after the last month, that the Bills are having problems, the Bills. uh, Josh Allen has some UCL damage. Von Miller is out, and Von Miller is still very good. They have some pieces, but I don't know that they have the team. Now, the Bengals proved last year you can do a lot with just some pieces. Can the Bills recreate that? Yes. If Patrick Mahomes has the worst half of his life again, which he had against the Bengals. We also had the... Playoff rankings come out last night for college football, and that invitational will likely be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC, if things hold. I think the national championship game is probably going to be Georgia-Michigan. I would love, love to see USC, TCU as the national championship game. TCU upsets Michigan, USC upsets Georgia, Lincoln Riley gets his vengeance from losing to Georgia in double overtime during the Tua tonga breakout game season, Georgia then lost to Alabama with Tua coming in late. I think. That's been so long ago. But that plays off this text. I'm on the TCU playoff bandwagon. Georgia and Michigan are in with championship game losses until TCU and by proxy the rest of the Big 12 slash Texas Tech gets that same consideration. I'm cheering for the conference to break the glass ceiling and crash the party. Does the conference street cred not also matter in recruiting? Does the conference street cred not also matter in media rights negotiations? Am I wrong? And this says, does Texas take being in a conference and then it stops? I guess they ran out of space. You can finish the text if you want. I'm not a pro Big 12 guy in a lot of respects. And several weeks ago... I said on this very show, or probably the Raider land, that I did not care if TCU got in the playoff. But I also didn't think they'd be undefeated. And the fact that they are third in this playoff rankings, I think already signifies that the Big 12 gets respect. Because USC is a brand. I don't believe in blue bloods anymore, but if there are blue bloods, USC is one of them. And even with one loss, you could argue that they should be in front of TCU. I'm not saying you'd be right, but you could argue that. You could argue that Ohio state with only one loss and that loss to Michigan could have been slotted in front of TCU. You could have had USC jump TCU this week after beating Notre Dame. And you could have had Ohio State drop one slot after losing to Michigan and they just flip places. Or two slots and go to four. And You could have seen that. But TCU held steady with a win. And moved up to three. I think that speaks, maybe not volumes, but it speaks to the fact that the Big 12 gets at least a little respect. They've been in the conversation. And if you win the Big 12 with a loss or an undefeated season, you will be in the playoff. Here's why it also doesn't really matter. As soon as next year, the playoff can be expanded. It's already been approved. They're just trying to figure out when to do it. And once you do that, this playoff system doesn't matter. The Big 12 champion will be in the playoff every year. There's automatic qualifiers. It's a real playoff. So the Big 12 will be in the playoff every year. I don't think TCU beating anybody or getting there and getting stomped does anything for the brand. Now, if TCU is going to help the conference, if you're really a pro Big 12 guy, and you want TCU to help the conference, they have to go and win a game in the playoff. The Big 12 has never won a game in the playoff. And if the Big 12 could do that, and it's not a defector it's not oklahoma it's not texas it's tcu who in a lot of eyes is still just a mountain west team i think there is a little bit of a grass ceiling that you could break as a conference again i i don't this obviously doesn't matter to media rights negotiations cuz those are already done you've already agreed to or at least have i don't think your your media rights go way up because the playoff format is changing so that's all baked in that the, the this playoff format doesn't matter does it help the conference in recruiting i don't know because again you can come to the big 12 next year and by 2025 when you're a, a sophomore or junior or whatever You'll be in the playoff by just winning the Big 12. You have three losses, win the Big 12, and be in the playoff. So, yes, TCU getting the respect of being undefeated and ranked three, absolutely. Respect. I think Kansas State with three losses at 10 also signifies some respect there. But you also have a lot of Pac-12 teams that are getting respect for no reason. People think the Pac-12 is better than the Big 12. It's just frankly not true. Do you know what helps the Big 12 again? And I, I think finally you have a commissioner and a marketing department that will shout this from the mountaintops. Go win your bowl games. Since 2020... The Big 12 has the best bowl record. Well, the SEC does not care about bowl games if it's not a playoff or championship. Why? There's only two SEC teams, three SEC teams that even go to the playoffs. If you're not Georgia, if you're not LSU, if you're not Alabama, it, like Mississippi State doesn't care about the bowl because it's not a play. Mississippi State has no business ever being in a playoff. You think Texas A&M doesn't care about their bowls because they're not in the playoff? When have they ever even deserved it in 2020? No, they didn't. So if you can finally say, hey, you think every, every conference is better than us, then why do we beat them all in the bowls mano imano. mano? There's some head-to-head stuff here that we can look at that says that the Big 12 is better than your conference. Now maybe your top beats our top, but start at four and go down to ten. The Big Twelve is strong. And the bottom of every other conference is awful. It's quite frankly. So yes, I I do think I do think that it helps the conference if TCU. Wins, But I don't think it's this huge watershed moment if you just get there and get stomped again. I think TCU going undefeated and being third does just as much as TCU winning the Big 12 and getting in anyways. It's not enough at this point just to show up and be at the party. Now, if they play for a national championship, if they go and beat Michigan... I don't think that helps the Big 12 as much as it just helps TCU. Is Cincinnati in a better spot today because they went to the playoff? Is the American Athletic Conference in a... They they went to the playoff and everyone bailed on them. I guess it's good for Cincinnati because it got them into the Big 12. But Luke Fickle got to the playoff and parlayed that into a job at Wisconsin. If Sonny Dykes makes the playoff and Nick Saban retires and they're like, wow, he made the playoff at Alabama or at TCU. What, what could he do at Alabama? You think he's going to turn it down? No. I don't, think that, I don't think that happens. But I'm just saying I don't think it. it's a very short run on what this stuff helps. And again, it probably elevates this recruiting class for TCU or next year's recruiting class. But I don't think it elevates the conference as much as you might think. And in two years, you won't hear me bragging about TCU being in the playoff because it's a Big 12 team. That just, it's not going to happen. The Big 12 has a lot more camaraderie than it did before Texas and Oklahoma started bailing but you're we're not the SEC we're not the we're not we're not gonna chant big 12 I'm not gonna go to the playoff game and chant big 12 and wear my tech gear because TCU is representing us it's just not how we're built now if they get there I hope they're competitive I hope they're competitive It's a hard battle to kind of wage within myself of wanting them to be successful and then thinking it helps the conference in any way other than you're there. All right, we'll take the break here. When we come back, we've got the text messages stacking up on the text line, 806-855-3712. When we come back, we'll lead with Rob, you're right. I don't know what the text says after that, but the preview makes me think I'll like it. We'll be back after this. This is Rob Show. Talk 1 3.9 News Morning Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Brochow, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. If you want to join the program, you can. 806-855-3712. This off the text line, the SEC aristocracy should be foot Can TCU foot stomp the SEC? Can Michigan? I mean, I do agree that something needs to happen. Um, and I, I, I 100% think that in a 12-team, 14-team, 32-team, 18-team playoff, whatever it is, That there is more opportunity for upsets. But in this Invitational and how they format it. And how they manipulate the matchups. They don't do a good job of creating compelling content. The best playoff was the one I mentioned earlier, where Georgia and Oklahoma were really good fits with each other, and that game went to the double overtime, and then the national championship game was really good. And Clemson and Alabama have had some really good games. Clemson and Ohio State have had some, well, some good, some bad. LSU smoked everyone. If TCU goes and beats Michigan and plays Georgia in the S in the sorry the SEC championship in the national championship game, and they get beat by thirty, people will complain about the Big Twelve. They didn't deserve to be there. The conference stinks. Did people say that about the ACC after Clemson gets housed one year? No, they go back and then they win the next year. People say that about the ACC when Notre Dame got housed. No, Notre Dame keeps getting inviting back. They just say, oh, Notre Dame lost a national championship game. They're never invited back to a national championship game. No, Notre Dame is still looked at as a powerhouse. The Pac-12 for whatever reason nationally, he still gets all kinds of respect. And quite honestly, if TCU wins a national championship, I don't think that changes anybody's perspectives. They'll just wipe it away. Oh, well, you know, Stetson Bennett's just a walk-on. The, the national media, these guys that are paid to create narratives, ESPN, who creates a narrative that the SEC is all-powerful because who do they air? The SEC, if you don't think that happens, you're naive, will always create that something weird happened for TCU to win. Somebody will have been hurt. Well, if that guy was healthy. And do I legitimately think TCU could go in and beat both Michigan and Georgia? No. But if you go knock off Michigan and USC knocks off Georgia and it's Pac-12, Big 12 in the national championship game, uh, Big 10, Big 12, And TCU beats USC, well, they wouldn't have beat Georgia. Georgia got dealt a bad hand. Georgia had to travel. Well, if Tennessee would have been there, they would have gotten them. Tennessee was better fit for beating USC. They're going to create all kinds of narratives to keep you down. So I don't... And maybe I'm just stuck in the Bob Bowlesby world where you also don't have a PR department. Now you do. Now you do. So maybe you can combat some of that. Maybe you try to start combating some of the narrative and play more of the PR game. Because you've had a terrible, no, non-existent PR machine for the past decade under Trollsby. All right, back to the text line. This texter is not as good as I thought it was, but I'm going to read it anyways. Rob, you're right. I should stop there, but I'm going to keep going because I'm, uh, I have integrity and I'm honest. Uh, you're right about the Cowboys being a destination for big-name stars, but they've had big names for 26 years and have come up empty-handed. Tell me the last time the Dallas Cowboys made an in-season big-name move that could help their team. I, I can wait. Tell me the last time the Cowboys pushed their chips into the middle of the table and legitimately looked like they wanted to win a Super Bowl. Go ahead. The Cowboys have had what big names for 26 years? What big name have the Cowboys gone out and gotten? Or do they just draft players... And when the star is on their helmet, they're a big name. Would Dak Prescott be a big name at every other NFL team? Or is Dak Prescott Dak Prescott because of the star on the side of his helmet? They've had big names for 26 years and have come up empty-handed. They have come up empty-handed, yes. Tony Romo, is he a big name because he's a big name? The undrafted quarterback from what, like Eastern Illinois? Big name. Now, they've signed some free agents in the offseason. But when's the last time they made a move like this in the middle of the year? The Eagles just went and gotten Dominican Sue. They want to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, you think the Chiefs are good enough right now? Just good enough. No, they went out and got Melvin Gordon. They're trying to improve. I want the Cowboys to act like they want to win a Super Bowl and go get a piece they need to get better. Good is not good enough. They've come up empty-handed because they've not tried to win Super Bowls. You have to risk it to get the biscuit. The end of the text says, I don't think OBJ makes or breaks the team. Just leave them as they are and let them win without him. I don't know that they win with him. But I am 100% certain they don't win without him. And again, for everybody saying that OBJ would come in and wreck a locker room, did he wreck the Rams locker room? No, but you all just believe he's a bad seed because the media told you he was and that's why Cleveland was bad. That same Cleveland culture that went and paid Deshaun Watson guaranteed money and gave him a gift so he wouldn't get fined while he was suspended. That same culture? But it was OBJ's fault. Not that Cleveland has sucked for 20 years. Now, nah, OBJ, he's loud. And the Dallas Cowboys won a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl in 1993. Did they just act like they were good enough? Or do they go out and get Deion Sanders after they lost to him in the 49ers? You have to always try to improve. Always. And if you think OBJ makes your team better on the field, you do it. We'll take the break here. When we come back, we'll do something else. I don't know what. It's the Rob Rowe Show. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. You can text in 806-855-3712. We'll close with this text. Cleveland is the worst culture in professional sports. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. It's the Rob Rose show. Uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. I. I. Uh, that was in midseason. So Amari Cooper was the last one. Did that help? Was he good for the Cowboys? Yes. And this one you're not giving up draft picks. Uh no time since nineteen eighty nine that the Cowboys took a chance on anything. I well that's not that's not true. Cowboys took a lot of chances when they were winning, but people just act like they've been this great organization. Well, in the last twenty six years they've had the player. No, they haven't. You haven't. And in the last five years, aside from the Amari Cooper trade, you've not done anything mid-season to truly go after the Super Bowl. The Rams have gone all in twice. And it's taken some rebuilding in between, but they've been in two Super Bowls and won one. That is one way to get to the Super Bowl. And quite frankly, it's what the Cowboys need to be doing. You're good enough right now to say, screw the draft. Now, you can't do it this year. The trade deadline's passed. But you could sign OBJ. That's your last chance this year to really go all in. But this offseason, if the Cowboys don't get where they're trying to go, go all in. Spend your draft picks. You know what you can do? You can reassess and move forward. The Rams spent all their draft picks, got a bunch of defense, and went to the Super Bowl and lost to Tom Brady. No shame in that. Lots of people lose to Tom Brady. A couple years later, they spend all their money, all their draft picks on more defense, Matt Stafford, and a couple of more wide receivers to go with Cooper Cup. Won a Super Bowl. The attitude of just, well, they're good enough doesn't work in the NFL. The Chiefs are continually trying to get better. That's why they go to the AFC Championship game every year. I was shocked the Cowboys added Jason Peters off the street. Shocked. They don't generally do that. That was a mid-level move. That they've done. That improved them. They traded for uh, Hankins, which I don't think he's played yet. If he has, I haven't noticed. It was a mid-level move. Made you a little bit better. OBJ would be a major move that would make you better. Do you have to do it to get to the Super Bowl? Probably not. Though, I really don't think the Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl. I would emotionally hedge against them every week in the playoffs. I don't think they can get out of their own way enough. But I think their chances are better with another playmaker. And I disagree 100% with the thought or the notion that OBJ would be a distraction. The Cowboys have been the Cowboys for a very long time. The Cowboys have seen it all. They've dealt with it all. That organization knows how to be in the spotlight. And I'm guessing this texture that says since nineteen eighty nine, I'm I'm guessing that's a, a Herschel Walker trade text. That's going all in. That is going all in on a rebuild. With a young quarterback, you turn that into Emmett Smith and I think Michael Irvin might have already been there. Troy Aikman. You're off to the races. You win two Super Bowls. Jimmy leaves. Barry Switzer loses in the NFC Championship game. They had some hired gun named Deion Sanders. You went and got Deion Sanders. You went back to the Super Bowl. You won it. Make a move. If for nothing else, then to assure to your team You're doing everything possible to win the Super Bowl. That that's your expectation. Because as an organization, you have not been trying to win a Super Bowl. You've been trying to be good enough. Try to be better. We'll take the final break of the Rob Bro Show. When we come back, we'll finish up the text line and get to some college basketball. We've got Texas Tech Georgetown tonight. Should be, it should be a blowout, but a lot of things should happen in a lot of ways, and sometimes they don't. We'll talk about that game when we come back, and the matchup a little bit. It's the Rob Brosh Show, Talk One Three Point Nine News, Money, Sports. Rob taco Taco Talk 103.9. I try to say that all at once. Uh this off the text line, eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. If you want to text in this texter, I agree the Cowboys get better with OBJ. In my opinion, possibly unbeatable. Nobody's unbeatable in the NFL. And this is a this is a big butt. But if the Cowboys get OBJ and use him right, and use him right, what is possibly the best offense in the NFC gets really good and goes from possibly to best. And it's it's hard to quantify, but a lot of what the Cowboys do is empty offense. But they also have a defense that can show up and play and shut down a lot of styles. They can't shut down every style. And I think if the Eagles just run stretch right, stretch left for the entire game and force Micah Parsons into the middle of the field, then that would be an issue. But I would take the Cowboys' chances against, quite honestly, a lot of what the AFC does. Um the problem is the Eagles and the 49ers are the two worst matchups for the Cowboys. And you might have to beat both of those teams to go to the Super Bowl. And you have to beat the Eagles twice. We'll see what happens in late December. Uh, The rest of this text, I also agree they don't make the Super Bowl without him unless he goes to a team that is not a contender. Then I think they'll go to the Super Bowl without him, they being the Cowboys. Uh, There's no world today where Odell Beckham Jr. goes to a team that is not a Super Bowl contender. Now, if he goes to a team and then something happens on that team, like the quarterback gets hurt or, you know, you lose a bunch of pieces or something like that, then a contender could become a non-contender. But I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a, a giant which you could probably argue is not a contender. And you've already played them twice. But uh, he would completely change their offense. And Brian Dable would use him. And you would say classic OBJ in that system. I still think there's a chance the 49ers try to spend on him. The Cowboys, I don't think the Chiefs, but I guarantee you he would love to play for Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs have proven that they want to go out and try to win. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, This text, I'm not saying the Cowboys shouldn't sign people midseason. I'm saying don't sign this guy. That's all I'm saying. The Cowboys have tried to sign big names plenty of times and make their team better, and it hasn't worked. That's my opinion. Okay, but when, lately? What big name have they tried to sign? And are you arguing that Amari Cooper didn't work? They didn't re-sign him, but he had a 1,000 yards every time he was a Cowboy. He absolutely worked. And the offense wasn't the issue when Amari Cooper was at his peak. You had the worst defense in the NFL in 2020. The worst defense in the NFL. How many times if you could have signed Tyron Matthew? Refused. How many times have you could you have traded for um, the guy that finally went to the, the Seahawks who really wasn't very good, but you could have done and tried to go all in at that time to make your defense better? What's that guy uh, What was that guy's name? Adams? Jamal Adams from the Jets went to the Seahawks? The Cowboys haven't tried to sign a bunch of big names mid-season they just haven't the cowboys have not gone all in and it's not just that it's a big name the cowboys haven't gone all in the cowboys have been tiptoeing around it and that's why they haven't crossed the threshold they're good enough with being average jerry jones has made billions of dollars being good enough but jerry jones since the early 90s Has not gone all-in enough to win a Super Bowl. He's had pretty good rosters. This is a pretty good roster. A signing like OBJ, and I'm just talking about OBJ today because he's the last one left, proves that you want to win a Super Bowl. I don't think the Cowboys want to win the Super Bowl right now. I don't. Um, the all-knowing Rob Bro, do we get the 2023 football schedules tomorrow? I think they said December. Where's the, have I missed the Big 12, um, end, end of season awards? That's what I want. Raiderland back tomorrow at 11. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340. It's advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.